0: Okay, so today is the second session of Mass Pro, the Maximum Productivity Series. And today, I'm talking to you on one of my areas of strength, solid strength. I am, um, hopefully, I'll be able to finish it today. But if I don't finish it, we will continue next week. Okay, so I'm talking on smart ideas for financial productivity. And I'm going to talk on about a lot of things. I'm going to talk about almost 20 different things today. I want to start this with a disclaimer. So, session one, I'm going to talk on seven things, six things, six things that are better than money. Six things that are better than money. Um I want you to understand that whilst money is important and I'm going to teach about money today. There are things that are more important than money. So, in the pursuit of prosperity, don't overlook these things. Don't ignore these things in the pursuit of financial blessings and prosperity. Number one, the fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord is better than money. Better is a little with the fear of the Lord than great treasure and trouble with it. Proverbs 15, verse 16. Better is a little with the fear of the Lord than great treasure and trouble with it so it is better when you have the fear of the lord and you have little money people who have no who have no fear of for god money destroys them prosperity destroys them but if you fear the lord and you are prospered you truly enjoy it because you use your money for good things and you enjoy it so in the pursuit of financial blessing the first thing I want to admonish you and advise you is to fear the Lord. Number two, love. Love. Better is a dinner of herbs where love is than a fattened ox and hatred with it. Proverbs 15, 17. Better is a dinner of herbs where love is than a fattened host and hatred with it i remember years ago when i started running businesses and i got very busy very very busy i would leave home very early in the morning pursue contracts pursue training contracts here and there the one day i got home and mommy wasn't very welcoming so i tried to talk her out of her mood and she said to me i wish i wish we were like the way we were at teshi and then she was a very poor state for us. We were living in an uncompleted building. What to even eat? We didn't have it. And now money was coming home. At that time, I haven't built a house, but I've rented a nice place. We were living well. The children were going to good school. Uh, I mean, very well. Very, very, very well. Mommy has had a car. I also have gotten a car for myself. And things were going well. And then suddenly, this woman just said to me that I wish we were we had gone back to where we what we used to be in poverty i said why would you say that i said because that time you you loved me more you had time for me and i missed the days where we used to sit down for a long time and chat and talk and all those things then i realized that for women love is better than money for women love is better than money so no matter what you give to a woman if 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 that doesn't buying a calf for a woman does not mean you love her but a woman that is not love but a woman attention affection no adoration you must adore the woman and worship the the ground she walks on pamper her talk about her praise her then that's where the love is that's where the woman feels that i am loved i learned a lesson from that time and i say it is better i'm not going to stop making money but I'm not going to ignore my love whilst I'm making money. That's how I, st- that's how I started working with mommy. So we go everywhere together and I face it. And it, it, it is very, it is so the Bible says it's better to eat dinner of herbs. In other words, it is better to eat bitter leaf where there is love than, than to go to Kempiski to eat dinner when there is no love. Uh, uh, are you here with me? So it's better to eat some leaves, in some herbs, precase. It's better to eat prekese and wine in some kiosk with love. Okay, a caring man. It's better to be in a kiosk with a caring man eating prekese than to stay in trazaco Valley with a man who doesn't love you, who beats you, unless you are a slave queen. After slave queens, they are not in for love. They are in for the money. That's why they can marry anybody, anyhow, anywhere. That's why they can marry them on the street. Will you marry me? And they say, oh, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I'm wondering why an African woman that you have gone out with, you have courted for, for the white people, the white man can cut you I will still not marry you. And a white woman can cut you. They can have sex alright. Do whatever they want to do. But it's for convenience. And they, so you're not sure whether the person you are going, I will sleeping with, will marry you. But for the African woman, if we sleep with, one African woman is sleeping with you, she's sleeping with you because in her mind, and when I talk about African women, I'm talking about slave queens. I'm talking about the real African women. She's sleeping with you but in the mind, you are going to marry her. For most men, while they are sleeping with you, they are imagining who they are going to tell. It's a game for them. For most years, it's a game for them. So, you, an African woman, you should be angry that a man after sleeping with you for two years is now going to ask you, will you marry me? What were you thinking when you were sleeping with me? But for a Christian, for a, for a Christian you are not supposed to allow a man to be sleeping with you before he marries you. He should be chasing you to marry you. You should be talking about marriage from day one are you here with me okay so number three the third thing that is better than money is integrity integrity better is a poor man who works in his integrity than a rich man who is crooked in his ways proverbs 28 verse 6 so the other rich men who are not respected because they are crooked in their ways we know how they made their money they are corrupt they are corrupt if you put them down to work hard they can't So they have to find a way to link up to some political parties and make money in four years while their parties are in power. And then they come to talk as if suddenly when they leave power, they become motivational speakers. How they made their money. How they made their money. There are so many millionaires in Ghana. When you ask them how they made their money, you say, oh, when I was living in secondary school, I was selling chewing gum. Please, that's not how you made your money. Tell us. Tell us the businesses you run. How you set up the business. The source of your money. And then we can believe you and trust you. So please make sure that you have integrity. It is better to be poor with integrity than to be rich and have and be crooked. Number four, peace. Peace is better than money. Better is a dry muzzle with quiet, with quiet than a full house of feasting with strife. So it's better to be eating Gary and have peace than to have sumptuous chinkafa cum you know chin- chin-ka- <laughs> chinkaffa cum cumlasses? Angels on horseback. And to have all these things, and yet you are fighting. No, no, no. It's better to be with, with someone that you eat gary with and have peace of mind. That, that's why you must protect the peace of your country, protect the peace of your community. If Ghana we enter into war now, all these places we are enjoying. But now there is somebody in this area who doesn't like us. He's just waiting for lawlessness. He's just come and put fire here. You, you, you get it? Come and put fire. That's why we must protect the peace. And you see, also in your marriage, in your relationships, go for peace. Don't go for things that are... Open to If you like fight, you, you, you like fight, you like quarreling. You don't talk to this person. Don't talk to this person. You were not fashioned like that. Human beings were not fashioned to isolate themselves. They were fashioned to relate. You know, and as far as it depends on you, the Bible says, live in peace with all men. So, your relationship with me, if we enjoy peace, it depends on you. My relationship with you, if we we enjoy peace, it depends on me. I must do whatever I can to ensure that we have peace. And it's better than money. Now, good name, good name, it's called reputational capital. A good name is to be chosen rather than great riches. Loving favor rather than silver and gold. Proverbs 22 verse 1. So I'm trying to establish um, um, the reasons, the things you should choose better than money before I start talking to you about how to make the money. So have a good name because sometimes, I remember my first loan, I didn't have the collateral they were asking for. But the person giving the loan says, oh, I know you. Reverend T.O. Fair. You have been doing well. I see your names and other things in the newspapers. I'll give you the money because of your name. But if you don't pay, I will destroy the name you have built. And I got money. And my money was a security. I could get it because of a good name. The sixth thing that is better than money, the sixth thing better than money, is a good wife. Everybody say good wife. Oh, everybody say good wife. For me, eh, I would choose poverty and a good wife than, than prosperity and a bad wife. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because if you have prosperity and a bad wife, she will even kill you for your money. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It will entangle you. you I mean, a bad wife is not so easy. It's better to live on a roof than to live with a quarrelsome wife in the same house. Oh, yeah. yeah. The one says it's better to live on a desert than to share a house with a quarrelsome wife. The Bible says a quarrelsome wife is like a constant dripping of water. <laughs> if you have ever lived in a, in a room that leaks before, you see that, hey, you, you're asleep, you can't sleep when it's raining. I've been in that before. My mother would put buckets here to collect the water, buckets here, and then all the buckets in the room would get finished. One room, nine people. And then she started putting bowls. Put bowls everywhere, and the bowls would get finished, and water is still coming. So now she, she, she doesn't know what to do. She start crying. A all of us would sit up like this, and our room collected more water than the gutters. So, if the Bible says that a quarterm wife is like a constant dripping of water, I understand it. I understand. But you, know, you know, there are some days when it has to rain, and it doesn't rain, but it is drizzling. It, it disorganizes you entire It can drizzle from morning to evening, and disorganizes your whole day. The people who, who wrote this Bible at the time, their situation was like like us in Africa when it rains. There's mud everywhere there is traffic when you live in europe you will think that oh dripping of water doesn't create any inconvenience but in africa it does it does create a lot of inconvenience when there are drippings of water and it doesn't rain so i've established now this is more like a disclaimer i'm going to teach you how to make money but i'm also showing you the six things that are better than money so that i don't want you to choose money I don't want you to choose money over these these, these things that I've established. Now, the next one is the second disclaimer, but but, no, no, it's not. The next one, I I want to establish something. I want to establish that. I want to establish that poverty is more of an attitude than a condition. Okay? So before I teach you how to make money, I'm showing you the six things that are better than money. I'm 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 also going to show you there are seven attitudes that will make you poor. No matter what I teach you, no matter the principles I share with you tonight, there are six things that will make you poor if you... It will make you poor even if you use the principles. And I want to show you. I want you to understand that there are two pieces behind every prosperity. Principles and uh, personality. Personality refers to your attitude, your financial behavior. So I want to share with you there's seven people who make themselves poor. Now, throughout this, I'm going to share with you, you will realize that, you will realize that, I, I am going to mention prayer less because we don't pray for money. We work for money. And whilst you are working for money, you pray that your labor will not be in vain. You, you, you get it? So you pray that your labor will not be in vain whilst you work for money. But we don't pray for money. God doesn't answer those prayers. Now, let me show you some few things. Seven people make themselves I preached this sermon several years ago. Several years ago. Now, Proverbs 27 verse 7. Proverbs Proverbs 22 verse 7. Proverbs 22 verse 7. The rich rule over the poor and the borrower is servant to the lender. So, the rich rules over the poor and the borrower is servant to the lender. I want you to understand and please keep this at the back of your mind and never forget it that the rich will always rule the poor. The rich will always rule the poor. So if you want to be, you want to be, you want to be ruled perpetually, don't, don't take the principle I'm going to share with you. Just remain poor. And be at the behest of people. And be at the mercies of people. Our country is not ruled by us. It is ruled by other people because we are poor. We go to borrow money and they give us conditions. In one of the presidents, when he was in power, a group of us went to meet with him and he was telling us that that month, we should pray, that month there is some money they were expecting from Asia. If that money came into the country that month, they wouldn't increase electricity and uh, utility bills. But if that money doesn't hit the accounts the ghana government account that month they have to go and borrow the money from our, the donor agencies who are giving conditions that before we give you this money you have to increase water bill you have to increase electricity bill you have to increase the bills different increase petrol increase this and the president himself felt like i know the people are suffering i can't do this but if i if i don't go for the money to that month, the economy will collapse. I, I wouldn't be able to even pay um, um, workers. So they said, we should go and pray. We should go and pray. <laughs> so we, we, we left there. By the end of the month, there was an announcement of increments in everything. And we knew that somebody was ruling. Somebody was pulling. we are going to borrow money. They give you conditions. But like you are going to come to borrow money from me. I give you a lot of conditions. I give a I say, some people come to me and say, oh, "Daddy, borrow me this money." I say, "Okay, you know something. I'm not going to borrow you the money because what you are telling me you are going to the money to do, you can't pay me back. But I can dash you this money. I can dash it to you, but it is not up to what you are looking for. And in most cases, between 15 percent, 20 percent of what you are asking me for, that one I can dash it to you, but I can't borrow because your the plan you have for your business. There are also people who have come to me." they want money for business. I'll give conditions that okay, where my money goes, my mouth goes. One day I'll teach you how to protect your money. Where your money goes, your mouth must go, your eye must follow. And your behavior must follow. You can never finance a behavior you don't have, a negative behavior, a lifestyle you will not lead. You can't finance it. Like you can't come and borrow money from me to go and do funeral. I'll give you a donation, but I won't give you this thing. But because in my own destiny I feel that. People waste a lot of money. Poor people will put poor people who don't have anything will put a dead person in mortuary for months to look for money. And they will go and buy beer. Party after funeral. It's a big it's a big thing. You know. So some people are actually praying that in the midst of this COVID, some people should be dying so they can just bury them quick, 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 quick. You know, because so if you come and you want to do a big funeral and you want to borrow money from me, there's no way I'm going to give it, give to you. But if I come to borrow money for trade, I also want to know what you are doing, your business plan and other things. You know, my eyes will go, my mouth will go, my everything will go. But I even my own mother, I have money I give my mother. But sometimes my mother will just call me and say, Oh Kofi, me here, sikawe, my mother. I say, Ah, Kofi. If your mother is asking you for money, should you ask your mother what she's going to use the money for? I said, oh, "Mama, you gave her to me, but the money is not yours. <laughs> the money is mine. It's my money. When you gave her to me, you didn't give me money. Yeah, I mean, like, isn't it like I, like when I was coming from your womb, I was coming with money. This money is my money. I'm, I belong to you. You are my mother, but the money belongs to me. So tell me what you are going to use it to do. and most, of my, my, mother, my mother is a philanthropist. She will just take the money, go and give it to somebody. I knows I won't. So, so, so it's not good to have a a lenders mindset that i'm going to borrow money from here and i'm going to borrow money from here you become a slave for the rest of your life you'll bow down to people who you're not supposed to bow down to that's why you must learn god's principle for financial abundance i've been a poor man before and i know what poverty did did to me i have been a poor pastor before and i knew how people rode over me in my own church in churches i pastored when i was a poor pastor i mean it, it was a terrible thing. I, I have done a comparative analysis between poverty and prosperity. And I know that poverty is a demon. So, I don't want poverty to come to me. In fact, Proverbs 10 verse 15 from the Good News Translation says, Wealth protects the rich. Poverty destroys the poor. In fact, many people, their money protects them. See, rich people stealing money. And then all they do Is to collect the money from them and collect their houses from them and let them go. Yesterday I was just reading something. Former petroleum minister of Nigeria, they have seized 80 houses from her plus 153 million dollars. And they say, Oh, because she lives in England, we can't prosecute her. So she lives in England. So they will take it and you go. But somebody is in prison in Nigeria for stealing a goat. Yeah, for stealing a goat. (laughs) you you get it so the wealth of the rich protects them and the poverty of the poor destroys them there are people with dreams here with that money that dream will be destroyed there are people young ladies whose dreams have just been destroyed men have taken advantage of them because they come from a poor house i am not justifying your your licentious life and your loose life so don't go out there and say that even says that i sleep with men because i'm poor It's because you are lustful and the poverty fees you Poverty encourages you to use your lust in fact there are there are girls here women here who believe that they are into the vagina industry they they sell vagina for money i'm telling you i'm telling you and some men pay you and they, you are not a prostitute you're not a prostitute but that is why you do. So I'm not talking about prostitutes. I mean, I'm talking about sisters here who are sleeping with other people's husbands in church for money, for iPhone. For iPhone, cloned iPhone. Not even the original one. <laughs> and because they are poor and they come from poor background, they can't even tell the original from the fake. And they are using them and sleeping with them. And they are there. They are there. May God have mercy on you. But honestly, I pity you. I pity you. That these men don't have mercy and they're taking advantage of you. There are also guys here with great dreams. Powerful dreams. But poverty is destroying them. P- poverty is really a destroyer. It would destroy everything. Did you, it's because of poverty and greed that, did you know that the real people who are doing galamse are not those on the field that the pit is breaking on them and dying. They are those who are buying their um, the excavators I believe that the excavators that got missing they took it back to their owners Oh well, yeah, if, <laughs> can the excavators just get, get missing like that like, we'll find it somewhere they took it back to their owners their owners went to take their own they are rich and powerful and they are ruling over the poor and they are, their wealth is protecting them may God break the back of poverty today in Jesus name So now let me show you. Let me show you the seven people who made themselves poor. Seven people who made themselves poor. Number one, big spenders, big spenders, big spenders. Proverbs 21, verse 17. Big spenders. Whoever lost wine and oil would never be rich. See, during those days, the most expensive things were wine and oil. See, they were very, very young. Perfumes, you know, oil was perfume. You remember? even in, uh, in the New Testament, one the a bus box was an, was an oil, and it cost one year's salary to buy it. So that woman was a prostitute, and she did prostitution for one year to you to buy it. Okay. So so those who who are big spenders, big spenders, you don't have the money, but you want eye watch. You don't want any rubber watch. Any ru- you don't have the money, but you credit it. Oh, you buy it on credit you you don't want any shoe the shoe that is around Katamanto and endo- all those things and you you don't have income you don't have a regular source of income but you will credit snake leather shoe crocodile, <laughs> crocodile you know you 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 are, you are a big spender you love to spend when you see money you want the money to go but let me tell you something about money eh let me tell you something about money money the money that leaves your pocket and goes never comes back to you so don't say Obama is to come again if you like write all the serial numbers of the money you spend, they never come back to you again okay you have, to, you have to work hard. unless you are doing something that money is coming to you cheap and you are wasting it I've said it in this chat before and I want to repeat it again, at a certain age in your life, never spend money on decreasing assets spend money on appreciating assets so if you watch me I buy one car every 6 years. I use one car and sometimes people will complain daddy your car is this your car is that. The fashion is gone and this and this. You never get him because car is one of the most depreciating assets. If you buy a new car rubber from the factory and 24 hours you change your mind and you take it back the value is gone down. Once that you have driven and you have registered it and you have a Ghanaian number on it ah even a second hand from town will be better than yours from outside you 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 you, you get what i mean so as a certain age in your life put money in things that will will grow and will appreciate put them in lands buy them i'm telling you that listen if you have some money you don't know what to use it for go somewhere where the place is developing and buy cheap lands and relax for five years relax for five years and go back and sell the lands after five years you will make more money than even putting the money in treasury bills some of you you are not poor you are just big, big spenders go to your wardrobe look at the number of wigs there the number of shoes there the number of shoes there calculate them quantify them into money and you see where your money is some of you eh? where you eat is crazy oh yeah 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 it's not like it's not like would be so there are there are some people that have built a certain name and other things and where they go to eat it doesn't even cost them anything if you have one million um even if you have ten thousand in your account, if you have ten thousand in your account, and you go and eat somewhere that costs you 50 cities or 100 cities you are fine but if you have thousand ghana cities and you take friends to go and stay somewhere and spend 500 Ghana cities. You are mad on food. You are mad. You are just crazy. And you know what will happen? You know what will happen? And you eat at a place where they charge VAT. You shop at a place where they charge VAT. All of you that shop on the Sprinter's Road here and go into this shop and feel you are a big boy, a big girl. And the money you have, your whole monthly salary is 1,500, 3,500. And you won't choose to shop in town. You would choose to shop in a place where they take VAT, they take um, NHS levy, this levy, that levy. But the time you finish, about 19% of the amount. So if, for instance, you spent 100 Ghana cities, there is almost 190 cities in taxes to your money. So if in a month, you shop there four times, you have almost spent 800 Ghana cities in paying taxes. I am not saying don't pay taxes, we must pay taxes. But I'm saying that government in its own wisdom, the state in its own wisdom, knows where rich people shop. And so you have to tax them. Because it is, it is a government, it is the state that has created an environment for you to do business and make money. So we have to tax you. So if we choose to go and eat at a certain restaurant, we will meet you there and tax you. So in the mind of the government, The people we have created an environment for them to make money, they eat here, they shop here, they go here, so let's tax them from there. But you have decided that you have decided that you want to show off, so you're going to eat on those places. That's why you never have money to save. That's why you never have money to save. I'm telling you. Look at you, look at your state. You don't have a house, you don't have a a, a land, but you have two cars. For what? For what? In this church, I'm advising you, it's not a rule, but it's a very godly advice. If you don't have a land, or you have not started building, don't, don't buy a car. Unless the car is for business purpose, and you need it. Other than that, don't buy a car to show off. I grew up, my parents didn't have cars. But look at what God has made me. He didn't kill me. I was telling my children, we were just driving, we were driving from somewhere with my children. I went to visit my mother finally. Finally. I went to visit my mother. And then, <coughs> and then, I, I went with my, with my children and mommy. And then when we were coming, some children of close from school and they were working on the sand. Telling my children, this is the way I used to go to school. I used to work. And my big sister, Olive, um, used to go to the same school and olive will let us chop our transport. we will we will chop our money and chop our transport and we'll walk a long distance we we'll walk a long i was just showing them but i didn't die i'm here i'm alive i'm walking, going up and down doing everything so watch watch. don't be a big spender don't put your children in schools you know you cannot afford to pay the school fees and disturb the school owners a lifestyle you cannot comfortably finance Don't lead it. Am I teaching you? The second group of people who made themselves poor are lovers of sleep. Lovers of sleep. Lovers of sleep. They said, everyone snore. You lose money. Proverbs 20 verse 13. Proverbs 20 verse 13. Do not love sleep or you will grow poor. Stay awake and you will have food to spare. Do not love sleep or you will grow poor. Stay awake and you will have food to spare. Recently I saw one young man whose father is very rich in this country. When he was born, the father was already rich. Put on Facebook and say that don't mind the motivational speakers who attend not to sleep. Sleep is good. Sleep is good. It's he, good for him. He has money. He came to meet money. He hasn't labored for it. He hasn't worked for it. But when I came to Sprinter's Road I couldn't put food on the table for my wife and this thing, even, even poverty would not let you sleep. <laughs> sometimes it's not you who wants to wake up poverty will wake you up and say hey hey, hey hey what food will you eat in the morning what are you what are you sleeping for poverty doesn't give you peace of mind to while away the time and to sleep no 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 so 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 if you are poor and you can defy poverty and sleep then you become poorer because because listen it is only here that we don't pay per hour or per something but in abroad and other places where you are paid per hour, if your salary is twenty dollars per hour, it means that every one hour you sleep, you spend twenty dollars. So the eight hours you sleep times twenty is what? One hundred six dollars. Eight hours, twenty hours. it's more than that. One hundred six dollars. If you sleep eight hours, you are worth one hundred six dollars, isn't it? Now the reason why you sleep more. And sleep and sleep, because you're, you, you haven't built yourself to be, your t- for your time to be very valuable. If you sleep eight hours at $106, then you will decide that. Tell me more, car. I mean, that being you $200, $106. Take this KBI. But if you, they are paying you, by like the way, they are paying Neymar, Neymar, the footballer, is getting about three thousand something a minute, or an hour, a day. The guy is receiving thirty million. This day. So you will go to training. You see them in training. You see them. And those boys are disciplined. They are very disciplined. You train in the morning, you train in the evening, and you do your own personal training. Because for them, their time is valuable. They won't go and sleep. The reason why, even rich people who are very rich sleep less. I read the the story some time ago, um, yes, some years ago. I, I, I was reading the story of one successful person every night before i sleep they all had wanted biographies of these people they all had one thing in common they all had one thing in common they slept early and woke up early slept early Wait, they, they sleep, late early. sleep late and wake up early sleep late and wake up early sleep late and wake up early and these people have become so successful the last time i was listening to bishop Oedipo, Bishop Oye Dupo said he doesn't remember the last time he slept more than four hours. And the man is in his 60s. And he has done this for over 40 years. And he's still there. Success is not by chance. It is not by default. It is by design. Okay? Especially financial success. So don't be a lover of sleep. I don't know how you have spent your time today. I will spend your time just sleeping, 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 sleeping. sleeping. This morning I slept at for something, eh? For something else. Praying and preparing for, for this service, and for something. By seven hours awake, trying to go and see to other things in the office. I've been hanging around since morning. After now, I'm here preaching to you. When I go, the, it will continue. And it's not like it has some effect on me. I'm, I'm enjoying. It. I enjoy it. I just enjoy when everybody is sleeping and I'm alone reading and writing and praying and preparing and catching all these things and all those things. I'm trying to develop a new program for the Joshua's. we started in June, but this time I want them to get an accredited, a UK accredited diploma in theology. So I'm just working and developing the content of the program, and I'm talking to some institutions in the UK to accept it and accredit it, and I'm working around it. And all the time, I'm always working on my assignment. I spend all my time working on my assignment. When you have nothing to wake up to, you sleep a lot. Are you here with me? Number three, the ten people who really become poor are lovers of pleasure. 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 Proverbs 21 verse 17. He who loves, he loves he who loves pleasure will become poor. He who loves pleasure will become poor. He who loves pleasure will become poor. Every weekend you have a party to attend. And you have to wear new clothes, and you have to use that you can show off to people so that they know that you are the person, you are the one. And sometimes the person who is celebrating his birthday, you dress more than the person. Your clothes is more expensive. Oh, people have attended other people's wedding. That the clothes they, were, they took to the wedding was more expensive than the combined clothes of the bridegroom, her bridesmaids, um, groomsmen, her, um flower girls. And all those things you put all together because you are a lover of pleasure. Weekend, can't, weekend, can't, if you don't get something to attend, somebody's funeral, you're not even invited. Oh, of course, I've heard that you have gotten a funeral. Of course, I'm not attending It's my mother's, father's, brothers, sister's, friend. So they told me, I'm going, oh, of let's go, let's go, let's go. At the weekend, is boring, let's go. Of course, okay, okay, we'll go, but I don't have money. Oh, I'll come with my car, I'll take you, I'll take you, I'll take you, I'll buy food, I'll do everything. What is wrong? The, your level of recognizing, seeking, pleasure, you know, it is, it's so, it, it, you know why? It is a sign of loneliness. a sign that you do not appreciate yourself and you do not accept yourself and you are not sufficient unto yourself. And it comes from the fact that you lack a strong contact with God, a strong relationship with God. So you want to fill your lonely hours or something. Well, my, my house, by 9 or something, Mommy we started closing doors and all those, I was driving to Kevin and Mamie Sewa, and they were talking. Say, said, Daddy, in this country, people really spend time after work. He said, hey, when people close work after this thing, you go and see them. You go and see people. But he said, they were talking, in my mind, most responsible people don't do that. I mean, Dr. Jay goes to lecture at Ghana Medical School. And what you call him, all the time, you, I have some time I call him, he's on driving home. Yes, his wife and his children, what is he going to do in clubs? What is he going to do talking somewhere and all those things? You understand what I'm talking to you about? So don't be a lover of pleasure. It will make you poor. Pleasure has a cost. Your children's birthday, you have four children. So you celebrate four birthdays for them in a year. Plus your birthday, plus your husband's birthday, six. And the way you celebrate it, all the birthdays, as if it's your birthday. <laughs> all the six birthdays, is as if it is your birthday. Sister, stop. Brother, stop. Your, your child is just two years old. Two-year-old birthday. What is whiskey doing there? What is brandy doing there? What, you are a lover of pleasure. Oh. No. Number four. The fourth people, group of people who make themselves poor, are mere talkers. Mere talkers. Proverbs 14, verse 23. All hard work brings a profit, but mere talk leads only to poverty. Mere talk leads only to poverty. When you talk, I'll do this, I'll do this, me, I'll achieve this, and I'll do this, I'll do do this. It leads to poverty. Even talking has a cost. It takes away from you and it leads to poverty. Action gives money. Talk makes you poor. Stop talking about your dream and start living your dream life. Start working towards living your dream life. Tomorrow is a holiday. Oh, my staff will still come to work. We are working on a, on a dream. You come and see us, but listen, we are there working on a dream. Stop talking and start working. Number five, chases of fantasies. Chases of fantasies. The Cinderella, people with Cinderella mindset. Proverbs 18 verse 19. He who works his land will have abundant food. But he who chases fantasies will have his feel of poverty. When my nine, 11 year old daughter Tetebia was much younger, Daddy, am I a princess? I said, Yes, you are a princess. So Princess Via. I said, Yeah, you are Princess Via. As she kept growing up, one day she came and said, Daddy, you, you are lying to me that I was a princess. I said, Oh, why? I wasn't like, You are my princess. He said, No, but you are not a king. It's only when you become a king that I become a princess. And I love it. She's just descended from the Cinderella mindset into the mindset of reality. Your father lives in Batona and you want to be a princess. <laughs> Your father is passing a church in Batona. You want to be a princess. <laughs> so she's got it down from her fantasy and she's now facing life real, 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 real. Are you here with me? Do you understand the things I'm teaching you? I mean, can you, re- can you remove your this thing? read a little? Yeah, fantastic. So, do you understand what I'm teaching you? You get what I'm teaching you. It's very important that you understand some of these principles that I'm, I'm teaching you today. So, don't chase fantasies. Don't, there are some of you, your mother and father, you're even living in a kios- kiosk now. And your mind is to get marry a man who is living in Trazaco Valley. That is fantasy. And you call that faith. It's not faith. It's foolishness. No, no. If you live in a kiosk and you are looking for somebody in Tazaco Valley to marry, the person who lives in Tazaco Valley will not be looking for somebody who lives in a kiosk. Who doesn't like promotion? You you want promotion. He he, he wants demotion. You know, you are even selfish. You are so selfish to be thinking about. About life that way. Hey, my wedding, eh? My wedding. My wedding. White horses. White horses. Six six white horses. And the guy who wants to marry you is standing in the crowd you are talking to. The group of friends you are talking to, and the guy is listening to you. Hey. This guy, this girl I was thinking about marrying, wants six horses for wedding. And doesn't even want the wedding in church, you. I want a garden wedding with six horses. Six horses. Hey! Six white horses. Grandma, how many white horses have you seen? That that, that you alone, on your wedding day, they will bring six for you. It's fantasy. It's fantasy. The kind of man you want to marry does not exist. The kind of woman you want to marry does not exist. The kind of job you are pursuing does not exist. Okay? You are just fantasizing. At some age, it is all right. But even Titiya before before 11 has decided that that the fantasy is okay. You live in Bacho you're not a king. Forget us. So I've decided to go and buy some big land somewhere, call it Titi Krum, make myself the chief of the Titi Krum, and then so that she can call herself a princess. Are you here? Okay, so the the six people that made themselves poor are are misers, misers, people who don't give. Proverbs eleven verse twenty four. One man gives freely, one man gives freely, yet gains even more, another withholds unduly, but comes to poverty. But comes to prophecy. A miser, listen, you don't pay your tithe. Doesn't mean you have become rich it didn't add anything that that 10 percent you have been taking and keeping it to yourself and saying pastors are doing business so us i rather give my money to the poor i like when you hear people are saying that their minds, you would rather give my money to the poor you have been keeping that 10 percent that your life your life hasn't changed it hasn't added anything to your life nothing has changed you're rather getting poorer and poorer and poorer and poorer don't you don't help anybody you don't assist anybody you don't do anything to anybody you don't have for you every time you're asking you're asking you're asking you're asking recently i was just talking to my sisters i just said you know why god is blessing me because all of you on your birthdays i give you money on my birthday all of you cannot come together to buy one card and write in it appreciating me i said as i keep giving to you i keep getting blessed i keep getting blessed you 31st of May, i will put them church platform that I'm ending this birthday without a card from my sisters. They are here. When we, when we go home, they'll say, Oh, Bishop, we'll go any man to do. So so listen, learn how to support people, learn how to give to the needy, learn how to do other things, and the Lord will bless you. Let me tell you a story that happened recently. A young man who have been around church for a long time, when we bought those uncompleted buildings and we started building some, some people came to do to work. So we finished one structure, the others one that became uncompleted. Some stayed there. One young man was amongst them. We thought he was came to do the construction, but apparently, he just came to miss himself and started to sleep there. He decided to come to church. But his behavior was very weird. When I saw him coming to church, I decided that, okay, let me find him a job. Every job you find, you say you won't do, you come and sit down. His behavior was very weird. And then, after a number of days, they realized that he was getting dirty, was doing this. I mean, he's somebody who is getting to his mid-twenties or in his th- thirties. So mommy called us the chair and said, this young man, who is here, because we have finished all the projects, so everybody has to go. But he will sneak and come and sleep. And you see him in church, he's dirty, he's smelling, and then you know his behavior sometimes you just go to my hall and he's standing there oh it's it's a it's a threatening situation so so mommy said maybe he's get he has a mental problem so we got Dr. Che Che. don't take him to mental hospital take him to Kolebu and let them treat him assess him i saw mommy Eh, i was surprised what buckets? Soaps? Um, suitcase? milo Oh, like, he like was going to boarding school. Oh, Joshua, you didn't see anything. Like all of you will say, Daddy, I'll stop being Joshua. I'm a madman. Hey, <laughs> Dr. Che took him to Kolebu and they realized that he was coming from what? It was a psycho disorder. He had a psycho disorder. Then he became violent there. So they took him to the mental hospital. And after the treatment, when we were sending money, we were also supporting but they were bringing us there, this thing and we were paying. We were paying. We spent thousands of Ghana cities on the gentleman. Finally he became nice so the hospital called us The mommy said oh let's get social welfare involved because there's no place for him to live here again and so let's get social welfare so we can locate where the mother is so reverend apostle eric also be, got involved finally we were able to locate where the mother was so we are for social welfare to bring the boy to the mother and the mother knowing that The mother ran away. No, no. So, so, he, he, no. The first one was a meeting with the, with um, the social welfare people and their mother. Then the mother said, "Hey, and this boy has been around for almost seven years. We haven't seen the mother before. Finally, when he said, okay, mother, mama, this is your son. I take your son. Mother, hey, my child wasn't mad. So I'm taking you people to radio station. Immediately she said that I'm going to blackmail you people." I'm going to blackmail you to get what I'm ever going to get from you people. And we're like, and in this age and time, if somebody says my son was not mad and he became mad under a pastor, then it means that I've gone to juju or something. Hey, this was a very serious matter. But finally, we got the social welfare to understand that, look, your son came to hospital, was diagnosed. This and this and this and this and this and this. And this. So go and leave. The woman said won't take the child. Because the woman said, was leaving the cures. Instead of maybe begging that, oh, let's do this thing. Yeah, she, finally, the boy ran again and came. But with all these things, I've seen mommy. Anytime she sees this boy, get this money. Get this money. Get this money. As a result of that philanthropic thing that mommy does, there's always blessing in our house. There's always, when we travel out, a mommy is going for shopping. We haven't, we have never, ever traveled where we have not overweight at the airport before. And it's always Matas returns. They used to pay that thing. Because mommy will remember this person, go and shop. Mommy will remember this person, go and shop. Mommy will remember this person, go and shop. Mommy will remember this person. I don't even said that the amount of money you are using to take a cab from here, you go and shop and come back, why don't you go and give the money to the person? Oh, no, 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 I want to buy something for the person. They will buy and buy and buy. As a result of that, there's always blessing in the house. I committed resources to people, making sure that people who come around me, everybody is empowered. Everybody is going on. There are people who are today doing their masters and other things, who in their widest dreams would never have thought about it. But today they are doing it. All these things bring blessings to us. Bring a lot of blessings to us. So learn how to give. Learn how to give to the needy, especially those in the household of faith, those in the church. The little, when you make yourself the needy, who wants to receive? Please note that the Bible says that it's more, it's more blessed to give than to receive. The little you have, the small gary you have, share with somebody. That is where your blessings will come. That's where your blessings. Don't put yourself at the receiving end. Give the little that you have. Share the little that you have. If you have two shoes and somebody has none, you are more than rich. If you have two shares and no somebody has none, you are more than rich. These were taught when we were growing up. So once you get a second shoe, you go to church and looking for one brother whose whose size is like yours, who. You look around, you look and you find one brother, brother. I brought you a shoe. I brought you a shoe. And you don't have this, you know, but brother, I brought you a shoe. Your, your shirt becomes too, and then you are looking for someone who Brother, have some shirts. Next Sunday I'll bring it to you. Because this brother has come to church tattered. Today we will laugh and make mockery of people who dress sharply to church. We'll make mockery of their shoes and make mockery of their clothes. There was a time where a group of women in this church targeted one woman that she was wearing second-hand clothes and they used to make mercury of her. That for them, their husbands travel and bring them... But they make mockery of that girl became an issue. When that girl, to God started blessing her, she also started making mercury of other people. Oh, so it's, it's a sad thing. It's a sad thing. Now, number seven. The seven people who made themselves um, poor are gluten. Glutons, glutons. Proverbs 23, 20 to 21. Do not join those who drink too much wine or got themselves on meat for drunkards and glutons become poor. Thought, thought, thought. <laughs> and then you gather to get that. Then you are drinking. Then you are drinking. All those people, you watch them. they become, They become poor. Eventually, they die very badly. They die very badly. They die very badly. You see, look for the company of the righteous. And build friendship with them. I've said to people that if church is boring for you, if this life is boring for you, and church is boring for you, then you are not yet born again. You are not yet born again. But if you are, church will never be boring for you. Are we here? So I've shared with you, sisters better than money. Seven people who make themselves poor. Now, let me tell you the things you must know about money. and this is where the principles are going to come. The things you must know about money. I'll try to do this quick and slumpy, then we can go home. The things you should know about money. The things you should know about money. I think there are six things. Yeah, I think uh, six things you should know about money. So, write it. Six things you should know about money. Or the Bible is about money. Number one, money grows. Money grows. Money grows. Proverbs 13 verse 11. Dishonest money dwindles away. But whoever gathers money little by little makes it grow. Money grows. Listen, if you want to be a millionaire, it begins by getting getting one CD and spending 50 pesos and living 50 pesos. Are you here with me? The worst thing that can ever happen to you is to say that you earn too little to save. It is to say that you earn too little to save. Look at things that go waste in your life and cut it off. If you like eh change your phone, sell your phone. Okay. And buy yam. And don't go on Facebook again. Don't go on Facebook again. See how much money you will spend on data. You save on data. See how much money you save on data. I'll come to talk about that in details, but the most important I want you to understand is that every millionaire did not start as a millionaire. He got he got tens and grew it to hundreds and grew it to thousands and grew it to millions. If you don't know how to grow money, you are finished. You are finished in life. And money grows little by little little by little little by little that's why for some of us if you assume that we have money so you are coming to borrow money for us to start a business and you come and mention i want twenty thousand dollars to start the business we laugh at you because we will think that if we don't have the money we should look for a thousand dollar and grow it to twenty thousand and then when you now have the when you have a history of growing money it is not even you who will go and ask for money? The banks will come to you and tell you that. That's why every banker, eh, when you are going to borrow money, they say, "Bring us your three years audit account." They want to show, see your capacity to grow money. If you don't have a history of growing money, don't have a history of growing money, please forget you becoming prosperous. You can never become prosperous. If you don't know how to grow money, so every money that comes to you, it is not every money that is a seed. It's not every money that is bread. Some money as seed. You must keep it somewhere, grow it somewhere, and let it grow gradually, gradually. Sister, if you like, eh, stop buying clothes for the next six months. You have enough clothes. You have a too much clothes. Stop buying it for the next six months. I'm talking to mommy. So, you is see is it, is it, is it the way she's responding? Yes, 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 yes. They God have mercy. Yes, yes. I'm telling you, stop buying clothes for six months. Stop buying clothes for, for one year. And see how much money you will save. And be conscious about it. And keep that money somewhere. And grow it gradually. Grow it gradually. See where you will be in the next five years. Please, let me tell you this. You're not going to die tomorrow. You're not going to die next year. You are, you are going, some of you will see, see the next 30 years. Some will see the next 50 years. So why don't you sit down and plan your prosperity like I did? I was patient. And I said, seven years of working out of poverty. And I drew my poverty asset plan. And was patient, started saving money, started saving money, started saving money, started saving money. Now that I've known how to grow money, I don't go looking for money. Money comes looking for me. Money comes looking for me money comes looking for me every day in my office i come down here will tell you people are coming offering us all manner of financial listing all manner of this we'll reduce our listing to this we'll reduce our interest to this we'll reduce our interest to this when you get to a place where now you can negotiate interest with bank you have arrived the one they impose on you you are nobody so take your time grow your money okay i told you so years ago i bought a car for mommy i went to buy some lands when we got there the people there saw the car i bought for money at that time the car i bought for money was 3,000, $3, ghana cities very nice car then they said they wanted a the car at that time where we went to buy the land one was thousand five hundred they said we'll give mommy four for the car. I called mommy and said, Listen, why are we using two cars? Give it to them. This car in two years' time, the amount of money we will spend repairing it. But in two years' time, right now we are making hundred percent profit. Because the car is three thousand. Give it to them, we get land of six thousand. You you get it? I said in five years time this land will grow. Now where we got those lands, lands there are now about fifty thousand, eighty thousand Etc. And we have this. We called our sisters. We called our siblings. And the lands, hundred by hundred, big lands. We divided it for them. All of them, we giving them lands. All of them, we giving them lands. Because we have allowed our money to grow. And there are ways in which you allow it to grow. And do that now. Don't waste your money buying cars and then the car will break down. You go and buy another one and then you put this money here and then you are doing this, 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 this. Kevin wanted to buy a certain car. Mommy says you didn't buy. I told mommy, no, no, no. Let him learn the way I learned it. Leave him. This car is a problem car. Let him buy it. So me, myself, I bought his car. I bought his car. It was using. Kevin was using four-wheel drive. Now suddenly, when he saw one other car, he said, no, no. Even he himself doesn't like four-wheel drives. He likes saloon cars. you are the only young man who is saying, okay, no problem. I'll buy your car. So I bought his car just to make sure he gets it. He going to buy this car. Uh. I, think, I, think that, I think that since he bought the car, fitters have driven the car more than him. Mechanists have driven the car more than him. The only reason why he's still a happy young man and still going about is because of the, of the cushion we offer. I don't know if he was working alone, earning money, that car would take 50% of his income every month. And by now, his wife would be fighting him. And some of you that's why you do you get yourself involved in very unnecessary depths i don't know where that thing comes from can i can I preach to so grow your money make sure you grow your money now the the reason why I haven't shared the principles in growing your money you've got the second um one um, one helps us to so the first one is money grows the second one is money works money works money is the best worker money is the best worker i have ever found anywhere money is the best worker i've ever found anywhere Matthew 25:16. 16. the man who had received five bags of gold went at once and put his money to work and gained five more bags let me even read this one to also confirm that Luke 19, the same, listen, Luke 19, verse 13. So he called 10 of his servants and gave them 10 minas. Put this money to work, he said, until I come back. Put this money to work. Put this money to work. I call it, when you come to the men's fellowship um, a meeting, I'll be sharing this. It's called cashpreneurship. Cashpreneurship. He said, put this money to work. Put this money to work. Let the money work for you. Money is the best worker you can ever have. I've told you, again, for the sake of this day, let me repeat it. I said in 2004, I borrowed 500 Ghana CDs. Instead of chopping that money, and we were very poor, well, Mommy and I we were very poor. I decided to employ the money. I decided to employ the money, put the money to work. I call myself cashpreneur. I put that money to work, that 500 Ghana CDs. I bought a Pentium II desktop computer for 150 Ghana CDs. I bought a um, graphic advert for 250 Cedis to run my first conference. And they used 100 cities to buy a printer. I bought some of this printer and I bought ink inside to do my writings and other things. Bombie and I didn't have money. We didn't even say that, let's take 50 cities of that money to buy food for ourselves. No, 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 no. We said to ourselves, this money you must put into this business. And we used the money for, for one month. One month when we paid the person the money with interest and everything, we had a balance of 1,600. So Accra Business School, for instance, was built with a borrowed 500 Ghana cities in 2004 to start the African Center for Leadership and Human Resource Development. Today, it is Accra Business School. You understand? I put that money to work. I made the money work for me. Money doesn't work if you put it under your pillow. Money is not working if you get up and you take 50,000 50, bundle, 5,000, um, 50, 50, 50, 50, bundle, yeah, 5,000, You take your bundle, you remove the tip, and then you put it in your pocket. Then you call friends, let's go out. That's not the way money works. Do you know how much you can earn from that money if you put it to work? Let money work for you. Every little money you have, where's the And this is what I want. I want you to do from today, eh? Look for what we call susu box. Every coin. Every one CD. All the little little money that you think is waste. Put that one inside. Make up your mind that you are not opening it for five years. And see how much money you will raise. See how much you raise. Listen. I grew up in a community that taught me a lot of lessons. There were women who were doing what we call susu. These women were tomato sellers cassava sellers but every day they need to with a man from what they have sold they put a little money for that say. at the end of the month they get their money they are put they are put with a man the man takes if we are doing 10 cities a day for example the man will take 10 cities from it so he's not giving you 300 Ghana cities he'll give you 290 Ghana cities they put it back into the business. So if the cassava seller will now buy more cassava to sell. So now he increases his susu to 20 series a day. And then the month ends, and now he doesn't get 300, he gets she gets 600. And now improves the listing again, and instead of only cassava, now ask other things. And then this woman kept doing this, kept doing this, and at the time you realize they have built houses. The time you realize they are moved from my community. Where are they? So they have built some houses. The the woman has built a house, so they are there. And she's still working as a market woman. But because of this notion of cutting down costs and saving every day. As you sit here, I want to ask you a question. Can't you cut down your costs by 10 cities a day? Can't you look at how much you spend in a day? And try and see, can't I cut 5 cities a day? And because we think in the short term, because we think in the short term, these things, when we are teaching, you think, How, when will I, if I'm saving five, five, five cities a day, when will I be rich? Please, let me tell you something. Ten years will come. If you don't take care, you'll still be where you are. So plan for the next ten years. If we keep five cities a day for ten years, can somebody work it for me? Five cities a day for ten years. So a, a year is sixty cities, isn't it? A day, okay, yeah, a day. A day. So a month is what? One fifty. So times thousand eight hundred. How much? Eighteen thousand. Some of you will ask me, Daddy, do I wait till ten years because I get before I get eighteen thousand? Please let's rewind. Ten years ago, go back ten years ago. If I preach this sermon ten years ago, today wouldn't you have needed 1, 000, eighteen thousand in your account? If today you had 18,000 in your accounts, wouldn't you go to Kaswa and try to get a land for 10,000 and use the 8,000 to do some foundation? So walk backwards 10 years ago. Walk backwards. How old were you? If you had me preach and you had put down 5 cities every day, 5 cities every day, today walk 10 years forward. As you sit here right now, do you have 18,000 in your accounts? You have it in your account. That is free. That is, there's no pressure. There's no debt on it. You have 18,000 in that account. You don't. But because we think in the long term, so I should remain like this till 10 years. But please, what has been the significant change in your life the last 10 years? It's because you live in a fool's paradise you live this by faith, by faith, by faith lifestyle, I will would, would break through this year, I will break through, this year I will break through, that he has declared the year, the year of multiplication, I will build 5 houses, the last 20 years of your life, you haven't even bought a land, It's not my declaration of multiplication, I will let you build 10 houses my declaration of multiplication if you buy into it and you save small money that is where God will say, you are giving me something to multiply for you because God needs something to multiply. Jesus asked for the loaves of bread and the fish before he could multiply it. He changed the water into wine. He needed somebody to fetch the water before he changed it into wine. The prophet asked the woman, what do you have in your house? She I have an oil. And the, the, based on that oil, the prophet multiplied it. You cannot ask God to multiply what does not exist. Last time, you said that anything multiplied by zero is zero. If you offer God nothing in the month of in the year of multiplication, you come back to square one. Offer God something. Give something to God. Let God multiply it for you. Give something to God. Let God multiply it for you. It is better. Listen. Life is a race. But it is not a competition. So compete to no one. Focus and build from there. Are you here with me? You understand what i'm teaching you fantastic fantastic look money is an answer money is an answer how is money an answer everything that has that is an answer requires a question requires a question ecclesiastes 10 verse 19. a feast is made for laughter wine makes life merry and money is the answer for everything So if money is the answer, what is the question? If money is the answer, what is the question? What is the question? Money answered all things. Lord, your word says, money answered all things. Give me money so that I can answer poverty. Give me money so that I can answer sickness. Give me money so that, you know, we are spoiled, Papa. What a prayer. I haven't prayed that prayer before, but I'm financially very well resourced by the special grace of God. And let me show you. You have, you have to give, you have to provide, you have to give answers for mo- questions for money to answer. What business do I want to do? Money will ask you, I have an answer, but, I have an answer, but there's a question. What business do you want to do? How do you want to do it? When do you want to do it? Where do you want to do it? Is see, money answers those things. I find time one day in terms seven questions, money answers. Money needs need questions to answer. So please, sit down, ask yourself these questions. If you want to become very financially productive, if I get money now, what will I use it to do? As Bishop Duncan, Duncan Williams one time said that he had a friend and they were eating. Several years ago, I was a young pastor, and I heard him preach that thing. And I had him preach this. He said, he was, he was eating with his friend, and his friend said, Nick, if I give you $100,000 right now, what will you use it to do? And he said, mm, mm. the friend said, I won't give you. He said, oh, why? Said, because if I give you, it will destroy our friendship. He said, how will it destroy our friendship? You know what he said? He said, because you don't know what you're going to use it to do. If i give it to you now it will destroy our friendship because you don't know you don't know what you are going to use it to do and therefore i'm not going to give it to you. and that was how he lost hundred thousand he lost hundred thousand. if right now an angel of the lord comes to stand outside here the whilst we are going out the angel is asking that if i give you ten thousand dollars what will you use it to do say it in 30 seconds of you will say um 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 because in your mind in your mind week two party <laughs> and you can't tell the Lord." Oh, I'm, I'm telling you it's a serious thing in this country they are young ladies all they are looking for i love i pity a lot of these young ladies who are standing here for prostitution what, what are they looking for all they are looking please please if we're serious in life eh? i said in 2004 i bought the 500 Ghana cities At the time I bought that 500 Ghana cities, a young man I met who had come to me for counselling, that year won a business plan competition, was given $5,000. And has come to complain that the reason why he couldn't use the money was because he promised them $10,000 and they gave him $5,000. The same year I bought 500 Ghana cities, he had $5,000. He couldn't use it to transform his life and become successful. of those, those, eh? those guys standing there those who are very genuine who are very genuine who are not licentious who are very genuine 500 Ghana cities should be able to transform their lives but if you go ask them right now how much do you need to, do, a, to be, do business they will look at the car you are sitting in and tell you if I get 10,000 Ghana cities it will really help me it really help me it really help me and then you ask, you ask them, Penta, what are you going to use to do? Oh, I will use some to learn something. Then I will use some, No, you know, my mother and father are really suffering. i send them some. And you know, my, uh, my my hotel bill is piling. I'll pay some. And I need some new shoes and things. If your life is full of shoes, neck, uh, finger neck, things, chairs, cars, this this if there are the things that really occupy your mind every money you receive will not stay in your hands it will not it will not am i blessing you you should focus on things that will change your life things that will change your life number four money is a master if you don't master it, it will master you. Matthew 6, 24. No one can serve two masters. Either you will hate the one and love the other, or you will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. You know when money becomes a master? Money becomes a master when you choose money over God. 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 When you choose that, instead of coming to church, I rather go and do some work and get money. Well, instead of paying your tithe i rather choose money and not choose god instead of um living holy life i had to sleep with someone to get money i have to give someone to get money The money becomes your master and begins to control you now when money controls you you don't get money i'm telling you that's what the bible says That love it. those who love money never get rich when money begins to control you you never get money okay number five let me close it money is not enough if you if you money is not enough if you estimate it no if you do not estimate it well so my graph is going say he corrected something but uh, it's so there should be not there money is not enough okay this one is not correct this one is correct money is enough if you estimate it well money is enough if you estimate it well now the only time you have enough money is when you do proper estimation and budget build your life on budget build your life on budget strong budget strong budgeting and i'll show you something Luke 14 verse 28 suppose one of you wants to build a tower won't you first sit down and estimate the cost to see if you have enough money to complete it let me give you some money recently to use for something and she's rather worried why are you not using the money why is the money lying down the money? i'm doing estimates i'm doing estimates i'm trying to budget i'm trying i never spend money without budget never ever you can never push me or force me to do something without a budget even if i don't have a written down budget i have a mental budget of what i want to do but the better is the written down budget You understand? Don't listen. You want to build a house. Don't first estimate the house. Know how much you need. Then have a plan of how you are going to get it. If it is five years, don't put pressure on yourself. And make sure if it is five years, you are planning. This year I'm raising this amount of money. By this time, by this month, you should be ready. I'll do this. I buy my blocks. By this time, I'll buy my this. By this time, I'll buy my this. By this time, I'll buy my this. And take your time. Do you know usually the average time people finish building their houses is between one to ten years. Don't kill yourself. Don't put on estimate everything you want to do. Put a budget on your life. Don't spend. Don't let your appetite for spending increase because you have you have plenty money in your accounts. Are you here? You understand? If where you eat changes because you have more money in your account, you are not a man of budget. You are not a man who is estimating where. Well. You are not a man that has a plan for your money. I'm, I'm telling you why some people, no matter how much you increase their salary, you'll never become rich. Because immediately you increase their salary, they increase their expenditure. You know, rich people, the more rich they, the more rich they become, they decrease their expenditure. So let me me give an example. A poor person who is earning 1,000 Ghana CDs, okay, and spending spending 950 of it and saving 50. Okay. If you increase the person's salary to 2,000, a person is likely to save, a person is likely not to save 100 CDs, but to save 80 CDs. Once that happens, you have increased your expenditure. You are not going to get rich. You are the person immediately changes for the wears. Changes where he eats. You are the very essential things in your life. You not being able to do it. Like owning the property. One of the key things in life that you must understand that you must have is to own a property. If you don't own a property, if you don't have a property, you are not settled in life. Any pleasant who has a house here in Batuna, I can count on you for the for the next 10 years or 15 years or 20 years if you are renting i can't predict when your landlord will increase the distance and you can't pay again so you move to Kaswa. you 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 understand now i'm using this as an example for you to get what i'm saying that you are not settled if you are renting so that's how it is if you don't own properties you don't own properties you are not settled that's why in the bible God, when he approached Abraham, the first thing he to Abraham was giving him lands. When he approached Moses, the first thing he spoke about Moses was lands. When he approached Isaac, the first thing he spoke about Isaac was lands. When he approached Jacob, lands. David said, I will give you lands. You will take lands and all those things. But God knows that principle that what settles a man and gives a man settlement is to own properties. In fact, in advanced countries, that's one of the things they fight for. They fight to make sure all young people can own properties. All young people can own properties. One of the key things running through this Face the Country a campaign going on are rent. Rent issues for young people. So young people keep moving away in living in places where there are no social amenities for them and their children and all those things. You know, because of lack of those things. But I'm trying to teach you to understand that if you try to do your budget very well, Give yourself a 10-year plan. You will get there. You will get there. I'm telling you. Pay your tithe. Work hard. Serve the Lord. you, You know? And save. And budget. Buy financial instruments. And see where you will get. If, 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 listen. If, if I'm going to buy a land at a place right now. Say I've gotten some money. I'm going to buy a land in Kaswa. I will not buy the land one plot, and use the money I have right now to start a foundation. No. I'll buy two plots. I'll buy two plots and say to myself, in five years' time, I'll start a foundation. In five years' time, when you sell that one plot, when you sell that, you got a chance at that, when you lay that foundation, it might take another five years to even go and cover it. But if you wait for five years, you can sell that one plot, lay foundation, And have blocks on it. Are you here? And please, when you are building, when you are building and you don't have enough money, don't build for the future. Build for the present. Don't say, I'm going to have four children. So please give me six bedrooms. One for me, one for my wife, and for my four children. Please, don't do that to yourself. You will never finish it. You will never finish. What you have to do is do something expandable. Let me do two bedrooms. Let's move inside. But I'm leaving space, so I'm building this. I'm, it, it will be my boy's quarters. Let me start life there. As God begins to bless me, I'll build that this thing. Don't start with a huge foundation, with a huge this thing, and then you get locked up at a place. You can't roof it. Because some of you will think, eh, you think that if you add one room to a two-bedroom house, it is it is just one room. It is just one room. No, 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 no. It changes, it changes the roofing plan and it can double the cost of the roofing because it changes the roofing plan it means that it brings additional cost to tiles additional cost in wiring additional cost in window, uh, windows additional cost in doors and those of you who wants to build and have toilets in every room toilets in every room please god will bless you in the future right now eh the money you have two rooms one toilet somewhere <laughs> what is your problem master bedroom master bedroom master bedroom master bedroom and then now you finish and you realize that the task the toilet tiles alone the ground and the wall tiles alone how much it will cost you and to go and buy toilet and put in each room and buy this thing and put now you realize that you go and live in an uncomputer building you begin to regret is that it teaching an anti-faith message no no i am not that's why many christians don't have properties That's why many Christians don't have properties. Because we don't think progressively that I can build a two-bedroom house now on a one-plot building and expand it later. Or who knows? People came here and rushed and bought these houses. Today they have sold them and gone to Tazaco Valley. Your life will change. As your life changes, you change. Okay, finally, finally. Money is very sexy. Oh, money is sexy. So, so I'm telling you, 1 Timothy 6 verse 10. For the love of money is the root of all ev- kinds of evil. You know, you fall in love with things that are sexy. You fall in love with things that are sexy. Some people eager for money have wandered from the faith and pierced themselves with many griefs. I know, One of the things that will really cause pain in your life is the love of money. Look at Hebrews 13 verse 5. Keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with what you have because god has said never will i leave you never will i forsake you you see sometimes the reason why we love money is the fear of the future so we become greedy and we want everything now 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 and we want everything now and we want everything now what about what well, time ago when i came to Sprinters road back of cement was i remember the first time i heard back of cement has gone to 12 cities When I was here on the Sprinter's Road, or I think eight cities or something, I screamed, hey, so the time we start building houses, how can we buy? Now it's 50 cities. But that's why I'm doing mega stretches. That's why I'm doing mega stretches. Don't panic for the future. Don't let the future drive you to start doing crazy things. That right now that I've got money, if I don't build a big house, I might not get money again to build. But the money you have cannot complete a big house. You understand? So don't do things that will put undue pressure on you. There are many people whose projects have been left in the forest. They are there in bushes. But the money they are put inside is not getting finished. Oh, so someone is saying by you that you are building big houses. Yeah, I'm building big houses because I'm a big man. I have big money. I have big business. So if you like, let's go. Let's go. When I lay blocks, lay blocks. I'm teaching you how I started and how I got to where I've got into. You understand? If you have the resources I have, I'm not asking you not to do it. I'm not asking you not to do it. But right now, I always tell mommy, I always tell mommy that we, our house is too big. There is no cohesion. Kevin is in room, my Mr. they are in your room. day I'm going to seize all of them their phones. It's everybody's phone. I'm going to release the phone at certain times. Okay, 12 to 1, phone time. <laughs> two to six family time and you see i, I know most of my friends who have built big, big houses are now looking to sell them and go and live in smaller houses and and other things but but it's okay you haven't built a big house before so you build it fulfill your childhood fantasy and then when it crumbles on you come back i'll help you to redesign it and then we go from there but listen take your time life is not ending tomorrow It will be there. It will be there. It will be there. 30 years, 40 years, 50 years will still come and meet you. You can still progress. Don't put too much pressure on yourself. God bless you. I love you all. I love you all. God bless you. God bless you. May the Lord lift you. Lift up your two hands. Begin to pray. Whatever you picked out from this message, pray about it. Pray about it. Talk to God about it. Whatever you picked from this message, talk to God about it. Speak to him about it.